my local parish church. I'm not religious, obviously, but it won. I mean, obviously. <laughs> well, that's supposed to Because I don't believe in God. No, no, you don't, can't tell, can you? Oh, here's one. Look at him, right, Roman? He obviously doesn't believe in the Lord. No, I think I've mentioned it. Oh. So the bloody church has won a bronze certificate for climate change or something. Huh? Has it done? Yeah. It, it got bronze for something like upkeep of grounds. Well, it's a graveyard. Um, Dead easy. Providing worship, sort of in the job description. Right. Okay. What else? It's better be good this one. third one. <laughs> no, but it was it's to do with like it's awarded by Russia, UK. I don't know what Russia. Was well, this UK church is. got a roof? Because normally churches don't have roofs, and they're normally raising lots of money to buy a roof, aren't yeah. they? So maybe it's got a roof on and kept all the heat in. <laughs> <laughs> but they're celebrating. I think this Sunday is World Church Climate Action Day. Okay. Churches are obviously getting in on it, which yeah. is good. Yeah, it's good then. <laughs> Hello and welcome to episode 83 of I'm Fine, a chat between myself, Damo, and someone who'd easily take an Olympic gold if screenshotting was added to the Olympic roster. Oh, I think I might be up for a PB. Yeah. <laughs> see where I am. Yeah, I mean, they're going to be adding sport climbing and braking uh, to the Paris 2024 roster. Surely can't be long before scrolling, trolling and rit rolling will be added. Mm. Mm. Braking. Do you know what braking is? Not breakdancing. It's kind of like B-boys and B-girls. kind yeah. of Doing yeah. breaks. Do, oh, it yeah, is. Yeah. It is, yeah. So it's like... Um, you kind of spin around a bit, do a bit, and then you hold a striker pose. Maybe skip. What do you mean? I'm just thinking of Malcolm McLaren, um, the double dutch bit. That was like... Oh, okay. This is a chat around the subjects of health, wealth, well-being, fitness, sport, and the... Uh, I haven't put anything in there. More sport. Okay. This is a chat around the subjects of health, what? I just can say the music for the break dancing could be <laughs> the Wuhan clan. <laughs> Very good. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> um, uh, we're a work in progress, and this podcast is no exception. In short, it's spoken at our perfectly imperfect lives, and if we can make just one person feel... Madness. The work here is done. Please subscribe to us and follow us on Instagram. Thank you very much. You notice all this intro is getting shorter and shorter. Yeah, yeah. Do you like the coffee, Mark? Have you tried your coffee yet? Nope, I'll try it. Just give it, because it's um, some Rwandan Arabica from our friends at Dusty Ape, our unofficial coffee sponsor. <laughs> that, this is this is above 2,000 metres, isn't it? Definitely. Oh, you're tasting... Uh, mm, 2000... tasting some altitude. <laughs> low cloud. I'm tasting, at, um, <laughs> I'm tasting attitude. And mountain gorillas. <laughs> is that what you're getting? Yeah. Okay, right. Then no, no gorillas were made, you know. Were harmed. Yes, that's the one. <laughs> I think I need more coffee. He's roasted, not gorillaed. What? Here's a joke, as you were asking. What's, what's, <laughs> what's the difference between a hippo and a zippo? Um, don't know. A hippo's very heavy and a zippo's a little lighter. Oh, very good. Thank you. Very good. What, you look at, you look, you're on your phone, because I'm, I'm, I'm carrying on. I'm looking at screenshots. But, but I'm not listening to you. Of, of an irrelevancy? Are you just going through your phone? No, I'm still on 5,000. So I've Oh, you're seeing curved. how many you've got? 5,000 yeah. screenshots? Yep. You're kidding me. I suppose no. you've got like a, you know, a hard drive you drag around with you <laughs> to hold all your screenshots. <laughs> one of those tartan on. trolleys that grannies <laughs> have. <laughs> yeah. I was like, you're shopping? No, screenshots. <laughs> um, so coming up in this episode, I've uh, got some catch-ups. We're just saying, I was just saying I'm a bit, little bit short on catch-ups, but it feels like we've had the longest week ever. Totally. Feels like it's been a month since I've seen you. Yeah. Well, I saw you this morning. Yeah. But <laughs> Apart from that and Tuesday. <laughs> yeah. Apart from all the times I've seen you this week. Yeah. yeah. No, it's been a really 
Yeah. Yeah. So hopefully we'll have some catch ups. I'm sure we will. Mm. That's what we can't. We can't. We can't give it all away in the morning when we're training, can we? Uh, in work life ballet, we're looking at moving, yes. not like moving house or no. moving location or moving on out. Phys- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> moving and a grooving. Looking at moving our bodies. Yeah. Hmm. I haven't got it in brain food, but there might be. I might throw brain food in early on, okay. early doors. Just whenever. Mark. Damo. You're looking, you're looking well. You had any work done? <laughs> what? What? Something, oh, something's different about you. I can't oh, remember me. whether you've had your ears shortened or something. I don't know. If something's happened. I smiled just now. Did, that was it. That was... <laughs> so, yeah, that was absolutely it. It was a false one, but... Was it? Fooled you. Uh, it was deadlift today. Deadlift day today, wasn't it? And you said, when I finished my deadlift today, that next week... I don't know, is that a week today? I'm going to be doing... I'm going to have to put my big boy pants on and do some... Mm, going up to the triple figures. Going to the hundreds. Mm. You're lifting really well, so oh, be good. the only way is up. I'm looking forward to that. So that's Tuesday or Thursday. I've got to get prepared mentally. Uh, Tuesday this week, yeah. Well, I'm going to do deadlifts on a Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Cool. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> you really <are. laughs> No, you don't, do you? I've got nowhere else to go. <laughs> you know. You've been doing some chores, haven't you? You've been doing some admin. Haven't you opened some envelopes this week? Oh, yeah, I opened a, a, a bundle. Did you? Yeah, that was... And threw them all in the bin? This was typical good news, bad news. On therapy on Saturday, we were discussing things, and I was just bullshitting, to be honest, just to stop answering the question. So I started going on about envelopes. And then when you say something out loud and everyone's looking at you, everyone was nodding, going, yeah, that is a big deal, I get it, because mm-hmm. whatever. And then the therapist said something along the lines of, she didn't say it like this, but it, the, the sort of hidden agenda was like, dick. <laughs> you know, just did, open, did she call it? Just did she call them. you out? <laughs> no, she was really subtle and kind, and but it was like... Go on, you can do it. Did she really? Or is this just you overthinking it? It might be been overthinking it. So after after that, I went and I opened probably eight. And one of them, <laughs> because they were all so old, I opened one that had arrived later than in the earlier one. Uh-huh. And it said, no, I opened, so I opened one and it was a cheque. Right. And I thought it was for me, tax refund. Yeah. And I thought, yahoo. Now, I think you mentioned this the other week because I was going to bring it up on the pod saying yeah. that you were convinced that you never get good news in brown envelopes exactly and you got a check yes and we didn't take it any further so mm. a check 1781 pounds okay so yahoo mm. now the problem with that is it'll take me a long long time to bank a check quite often longer than the six months you're allowed right so you either have to write and get one redone i'll pay him for you no no that isn't the point no it absolutely is the point no it'll it'll get done well it'll make me feel better no i'll tell you why it isn't the point because i've lost <laughs> <laughs> right and second... Hold on, the one you should... Oh, okay, so some bad news coming, isn't there? No, the second letter came and it went, Dear Mr Ellery, we will be sending you a cheque. It's a tax refund for £1,781. Yeah. So I opened that after I'd opened the cheques. Right, so it's like, okay. huh, I already knew. It's yeah. <laughs> one over the government. Do you think, oh, I've got another cheque? <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I was thought you were going to say, you, yeah, you've received it, but you actually owe us £782. <laughs> <laughs> so I then read that one. And then, because I read that one properly... Mm. It's for my dad. Right. Rest in peace. In, so, what, in his name? What? In his be, name. It can't, really? Yeah. Right. They know he's dead, but it's a tax don't... payment. Right. So I've got two choices. One is, so so the choice was I've now got to pay it into his account. Right. Or I just take out the middle initial, tipex that out, put my middle initial in and see if I get away with it. <laughs> is tipex still going? Yeah, I'd have thought so. Okay. But anyway, I've lost the cheque. So well done, Mark. Problem solved, so... Problems. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, every cloud. Hmm? Yeah. Hmm. So I don't even have to worry about paying it in or being late. 
Right, excellent. So that just shows that opening envelopes cures your problems. Yeah, hmm. you mean not opening them. You wouldn't have had any of that bother if you just left them. No, no, but by opening them, I've resolved the problem by losing the cheque. <laughs> There's also one from the National Trust, and my dad's got a lifetime membership. And I'm guessing the terms and conditions mean that's not it's transferable. Come, it's, yeah, it might have come to an end. You mean, yeah. is that what you it's mean? a bit like iTunes downloads. It's like, <laughs> yeah. sorry, your lifetime membership ends when you die. Yeah, they've taken all these iTunes downloads back, haven't yeah. they? <laughs> Spencer Davis Trio. Why did I say that? I've no idea. You okay? Mm, good. You'll be pleased to know, Mark, that your favourite, uh, well, two of your favourite three, Jeff Bezos and Sir Richard Branson, will unfortunately not be classed as astronauts according to the US. In a move that pours cold water on the dreams of a few billionaire space explorers, the US has tightened its definition on the word astronaut. Mm -hmm. It's probably because these dickheads are mucking about, isn't it? So new Federal Aviation Administration rules say astronaut hopefuls must be part of a flight crew and make contributions to space flight safety. Mm -hmm. That means Jeff Bezos and Richard Branson may not yet be astronauts in the eyes of the US government. And I'm sure they're absolutely gutted, aren't they? is not to do on how far they went then. No. Because Bezos went a bit further, didn't they? Yeah, just, well, they kind of go into space. Yeah, it is space, isn't it? I guess Apollo... Is it a bit before space? Oh, no, don't start, because it's what? like... Yeah. What, don't start what? I keep wanting Sorry, to say... Sorry, it's what them... we do on a, on a Thursday night. <laughs> yeah, stop talking. <laughs> I keep thinking there's a line, isn't there? You'll I know what it's called. You can stop and you can carry on if you like. No. I mean, it could be the, the warm-up for your solo pod. <laughs> um, that would never get posted, would it? <laughs> be four and a half hours and no one would ever hear it um there's a line beginning with k in space a line you have to go through it when you inverted commas go to the moon um i keep wanting to say the maginot line that's not got a k in it no and it obviously isn't the maginot line but i don't know what the maginot line the carmen line yeah a space beginning 100 kilometers 54 nautical miles above earth's mean sea level yeah. Is that what and you mean? I, but I think it was just, I read somewhere, it was just done because it was 100 kilometres above. Mm-hmm. It, there isn't a line there. It's just a notional thing. Well, yeah, thing. I didn't think there was, you know, <laughs> yeah. please stop for, for snacks. Branson goes you know through. I mean? A service station. Got to broken that line again. Someone's <laughs> going to have to mend that. <laughs> yeah. Um, there's, a, there's a few spheres, though. There's troposphere, 6 to 20 kilometres. Mm. Stratosphere, I think we've all heard of that mm. one, uh, 50 kilometres, where weather balloons go. Uh, the mesosphere, uh, 85 kilometres. Japanese fast food goes. <laughs> Meteor, yeah, meteors kind of mess around in that bit. Yeah. And then we've got the thermosphere, which is um, what? Which is... Flasks. Which, which, <laughs> 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 then, um, which no, is, that's really funny. Which is, that deserves more. Take, no, thermosphere. A thermos. Yeah, I understood it, Mark. Yeah. Thermos flask. Yeah. Any more explanation? Hmm. A really bad joke? Right. But the the bottom of the kind of thermosphere is the start is is the hundred k, which is the Kármán line. Mm. Um, that goes up to six hundred ninety k, and that's normally where your uh, around four hundred kilometers is where your ISS, your International Space Station, is hovering. Of course, it is. Then after that is your exosphere. Come on, any jokes around that? It's no longer a sphere. <laughs> it's a windy sphere. <laughs> that clear. <laughs> So anyway, so I thought you'd be happy about that. Oh, actually. That, um, they can't go around, you know, with kind of pretending they're astronauts when they're not. So here's the thing. Mm-hmm. You mentioned um, weather balloons. There's a very rare amber wind. This is actually, this is this is good news for people. Right. That we're giving this out. The bad news is this will happen, would have happened by the time you've heard this. Right. So it's really a weather warning. Yeah. Okay. 
a very rare amber weather warning, wind warning, which I think probably shows that so climate... Amber, so, clim- we, so only last week we had a, an amber heat warning. Yes. Now it's an amber wind warning. We also had an amber flood warning. You know when it didn't, the day it didn't rain, right. they warned that there could be damage to property, flooding and congestion on the roads. But then there was floods, wasn't there? So they got that right. It didn't rain in Bristol. It was a south, oh, here, the southwest. Yeah. They've named the storm, obviously. Yeah. Okay. And if you look out the window now, mm-hmm. Storm Everett. Everett, okay. As in Chrissy, I guess. That's Everett, isn't it? It's Chrissy Everett. Horse riding. <laughs> Coconut show. Chris Everett. Yeah. <laughs> Tennis player. Yeah. Yeah. So there's potential, potential... Yeah, she also won the Coconut show when she was six. Yeah. <laughs> it says here. Okay. Damaging severe gales. Actually, it might be worth emailing the army captain. There's more, there's more wind coming out of a, a gnat's sneeze right outside right yeah, now. It's not quite here. Anyway, so it's going to be, it's going to be like a stormy November night. Okay. Right. So, okay, there's a warning. I'm not going to doubt there's a warning. Um, so I went on to something called Met Weather, and they said it has now been named. This is, a sec- this is the second year in a row there has been a summer-named storm. They've only just started naming storms, I think. No, they to- haven't. Yes, that they we have this. Have. They've been doing this. They, they've been doing it. Oh, we've had this before. People are going to write in no, and complain. Well, good. <laughs> Get off their asses. <laughs> well, that's for later, isn't it? Yes, it is for later. Um no, they haven't been naming them for ages. Right. Is it, have, we, have we covered we've, this? We've covered this. Oh. And I was are we going, right. Is it, have we literally just hit the point where we've gone around in a full circle? There's nothing else to talk about. No, we've literally done it. 80, yeah. It took 83 episodes yeah. to start repeating ourselves. I've got a little bit of news on Apollo 11 that I want to share, but apart from that, <laughs> our work here is right. done. Yeah. They haven't been naming it. But it's the second year in a row. So right. this year mm-hmm. and last year, yeah. there was a named storm in July. Mm. What? what how are you feeling? Well, how does that make you feel, Mark? Because you're looking very what, uncomfortable. What does that mean? But it's being—it's just perpetrating this whole thing about strange weather events. Mm. It's been a bit windy last July and this July for one night. Do you know, Mark, this could be a perfect opportunity, not that you know about this, because my next point mm. was something I wrote in here, something that's been bothering me. Okay. And we kind of discussed... <laughs> I got this... <laughs> what? I got this boil on my bottom. <laughs> you have a look at it for me. <laughs> Uh, I haven't, don't worry. No. I wrote something down. We've kind of, I think we talked about it, I think this morning, but it's been in my kind of notes, but it, this this might be the thing that might become a bit of a brain food thing. Okay. So I've put, right, and this is relevant to what you were just talking yeah. about. We give bullies, racists and homophobes attention yep. like we don't have anything positive to talk about. Mm-hmm. I believe there's loads of things, positive things to talk about. Amen. It seems clear that we actually want all the upset and drama that that causes. Correct. Because we were talking this morning about Piers Morgan, right? Yeah. I think we can agree he's, he's quite a smart fellow. Carry on. Generally. <laughs> <laughs> I'm reserving judgment. No, he is, but he... No, I think he is. Yes. I think he is. Yes. I also think he's a colossal idiot. Yes. And some of the things he's done in his life are unforgivable. Yes. Right, move on from yeah. that. With you now. <laughs> <laughs> back, on, back on the same page. But I mean, it's just so obvious that he says things to wind people up. Yeah. That's kind of a weird existence, isn't it? That you, have, you feel you have to do that. But mm-hmm. it's proper bullying. We're talking about his some of his kind of responses to to people on Twitter. You know, yeah. call, calling Gary Lineker jugs, and mm. I mean, it probably doesn't sound that massively insulting. Because it hasn't but... got big tits, has it? <laughs> <laughs> that is funny. Okay. <laughs> more of those things. Yeah. More of those actual jokes. <laughs> more carry on. <laughs> yeah. Less mastermind. More t- <laughs> 
absolutely more smart yeah please but that is bullying if you're constantly having a go at someone and insulting them about something to do with their physical appearance yeah classic bullying isn't yes. it yeah classic bullying oh, i'm only joking mm. so I, I found this article on psych central some people love conflict and drama there's this thing called um this second secondary gain have you heard what sec- secondary gain have you heard about that no secondary gains are the upsides that people get from a behavior even an unwanted behavior for example the upside of feeling victimized might be a self-imposed excuse to overeat or abuse alcohol they're oh, all right so yeah no i do know it. i do it oh, you, yeah oh, you, do, yeah, you do that bit. <laughs> we, i did it today in therapy it's called um Oh, right. I just thought you meant you just, have you overeaten today? That's what I thought you meant. I've had my crisp and chocolate again. No, it's, um, one's called active passivity. Right. And the other one is called, oh shit, I should have paid more attention. There's <laughs> <laughs> another hundred quid wasted. Uh, there are many secondary gains we get from any situation. Being aware of them is very important if you want to make positive changes. Um, so this kind of article was about drama in particular. So um, drama being a distraction from focusing on our own lives. Yes. Yeah. Which I think I almost don't have to expand on anything. No. I think everyone can go, yes, I think we all know someone who's done it and we probably all recognize a lot of that in no. ourselves. Um, so trying to deal with your stuff and make yourself happy, challenged and engaged in this world can be difficult. If you have something or someone to be mad at, it can help you to disengage with looking at yourself deeply. The next one was uh, drama is something familiar. Unfortunately, some people grow up in a dysfun- in dysfunctional homes within families where addiction and trauma were present. Mm-hmm. This will create chaos, unclear boundaries and teach people that engaging in conflict dysfunctionally is the way to behave and live your life. Yeah. We are drawn to what we know. Uh, chemicals released in anger can feel addicting. Is that a word? Addicting. I said addictive. Mm. But. So yeah, when dopamine is released, um, when angry, people can get high and, and it helps them to engage and re-engage in these cycles. It feels the feel-good parts in our brain. The drama might give one an exaggerated sense of importance. Well, it's the quote we used a few times ago that or I used that you quite like, that blowing out someone else's candle doesn't make mm. yours burn brighter. And I think quite often relaying bad. And people seem to take, we mentioned it a bit when there were some of the lockdowns, we were saying we're going to get one or two, we were getting one or two texts from certain people going, mm. oh, I've just heard Boris said, and we're all locked up. And, and yeah, it's almost yeah, like, right. thank goodness I've been the one that's told you, repeated yes. what you've just watched on the TV. Yes. And somehow yeah. that almost brings kudos. Mm-hmm. And I think, I think a lot of us do it. I think it's almost like, have you heard that? Yeah. And I then think it probably followed helped. by bad news. Do you think it kind of helps us come to terms with that particular thing? If we find that kind of like shocking or overwhelming to then kind of give, you know, to be the bearer of that, do you think that helps, helps with the shock of that, do you think? No, I think, I think what it actually, for me. Or does it give you a bit of a kick? It gives you a bigger kick. Right. It's like, this is terrible news and I'm now going to tell you. (laughs) I'm the one to invite. Yeah. 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 Um, The last thing on this was uh, the car accident phenomenon, how people are prone to slow down if there is a car accident because we just can't miss out on what's happening. We want to know what's going on. Mm. And news agencies are constantly feeding this need with incredulous awful stories that they hope we can't tear ourselves away from mm. which is kind of back to the original point mm. which is there's nothing we're talking you know the the, the simone biles the the uh, yeah. the gymnast, gymnast yeah. getting a lot of stick from that particular arsehole we've just been mm-hmm. talking about mm. rather than she's a very well decorated athlete mm-hmm. and just that time and that circumstance she wasn't in the right frame of mind to do what she does mm-hmm. and doing such actually such dangerous stuff if she's not on the ball doing mm. some of those things that she does mm-hmm. she could kill herself mm. that isn't dramatic mm. they could break the neck and they're getting they're getting stick for that i genuinely think deep down he doesn't believe that you know and people like like mm-hmm. him and others don't mm. i generally think they don't believe in what they're saying i think they're doing it and that's why i say they're smart because they know it's not true and then doing it 
to get eyeballs, to get attention, and they're so pathetic they need it to survive. The reaction We're back gives to that him lifeblood, doesn't it? Yes, it does, yeah. If he put a tweet out, no one, no one liked it. No one went, oh, no one got angry enough to kind mm. of, you know, respond to him. He would, he would disappear like a fart in the wind, wouldn't yeah. he? And there was a couple of response. There were a couple of responses where someone sort of went, I sort of get what you're saying that maybe people's mental health is now used in a different way. And there was a, there was a 1% of mm. me mm. and I, this, this is something I don't want to think, but I do. Mm. When we've discussed mental health, so I'm in no position, I've discussed it freely on this, but mm. it took 68 episodes for me to mention it. Mm-hmm. And even then I was hesitant. Mm. And even now I haven't told most of my friends. What I sort of felt was that some of the way the media portrays mental health at the moment Mm -hmm. is the badge of honour and the bravery. I can imagine when you're described as brave for sharing, people who might not have diagnosed mental health but might feel a bit shitty or a bit anxious or a bit whatever. Mm -hmm. And in some ways, this is is great that we're given the opportunity to share. But someone might not have a mental health problem Mm -hmm. they might no one feels happy all the time Mm. and then it's if well you share it and the responses you get it's a bit like the thing we said about i'm Mm. going to lose weight tomorrow and everyone goes well done and if you're going i'm going to be very brave and share that you know i was crying last night and i think it isn't it isn't there's gradations like i'm not going to dismiss somebody and go well you haven't got mental health problems Mm. you've got to have 27 years of addiction you've got to earn your badge yeah 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 But there is an element, I think, where more vulnerable people can actually go, just a minute, this is almost being rewarded. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. And I'm not saying they're doing it for the wrong reasons. I'm just saying it's almost like, well, I will share it. Yeah. And it's just like... And I'm almost going, I don't have... I was going to say, they're not brave enough. But I guess that's my point. They might feel overwhelmed to be able to share it. They might want to share it Mm. or be nervous about sharing it Mm. or not even understand that sharing it actually might help them. Yeah. But if they can't do that for whatever reason they might feel that they're not brave mm. and they're not strong. Mm. And so it's kind of gone the other way. Yeah, then it? becomes <laughs> internalised. Yeah. yeah. Too much focus on that kind of, yeah, doesn't help the people who, who are on the flip side mm. of that coin. Right. And I think the other thing, last thing I was going to say on that, I was just thinking is that I now make references to my therapy and stuff like that. And part of that gives some element of, I was going to use normality, but I don't like that word, but some sort of almost acceptability. You shouldn't be hiding the fact that you have therapy, mm. in my view. I don't want to hide that in the mm. same way that, when I go in and have heart surgery, I don't not dare mention the cardiologist. That they, mm. they should be in the same ballpark. But yeah, I think I point. think there is an element that when I mention it, and if I do it sort of like jokingly, which I often do, mm. doesn't mean that an hour later I'm not crying my eyes out and yeah. you know going through. I've been going through some a lot of PPT in the last few days, mm. and I don't know. It's like I don't want people to almost have a roman- romanticized view of mental health that you mm. can just share a bit, mm. get some sympathy, and then you're okay i think it what i'm saying is i don't want it to be minimized diluted so much that it just becomes i don't know i don't know what the word is i'm trying to use but i want it to have some sort of gravitas that people don't just dismiss it because everyone's saying it yeah yeah um i've just got one thing Mm. and i know it isn't like me to just come up with this no you you might have words with me for this one what stern words yeah or words of encouragement no you might go mark really (laughs) this was one (laughs) Keep baby safe with Lulla Baby Car Hammock. And it's a car hammock that you <laughs> put across your car. <laughs> I was going to say, I thought it was, that was new, but this is from the, the, the 60s. 60s. So it just goes from Seven one quid. side of the car to the other. It's comfy, the baby in that, isn't it? Yeah, Fair. if it's any hard top car, that made me laugh. <laughs> put it in a convertible. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Where's the baby? Um, now, while you're going to um, tell me off, number one, I can't find it. I don't do things like that. 
you do you're judgmental um they i'm joking they they reckon part of apollo 11 is still orbiting around the world uh, around the earth uh, which which part i don't know they just discovered that there might be a bit like golf club or something <laughs> yeah <laughs> michael collins <laughs> yeah well, it's a non-story but okay thank you there's a bit of a spaceship flying be. around there, okay there might be a bit of a spaceship flying around space why even mention it why 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 do i mention it but why do like yeah why do you why why did you just why do they it? mention it who's they it's just to try and keep it active and relevant isn't it nasa keeping what them relevant the the fiction oh look we must have gone to the moon because there's still a bit floating around but do you think that's got anything to do well they've you know downgraded bezos and branson then yeah because if they go another three or four miles they'll find out where all the others are on the false moon i don't think it was area 51 (laughs) i reckon they had a false moon then there's another moon yeah 80 miles up (laughs) where all the filming takes place or just below the the carmen line yeah (laughs) right and no one's look, no one's thought to look there because everyone's no. too focused on getting past this line. Is that the space station? No, it's no. the pretend moon. <laughs> right. Okay. You in space. You put a thing on Instagram about space this week. I'm thinking that's very unlike you. I definitely dismissed that this morning, didn't I? I don't even know what I did. What it was, was it? a grainy shot of space with a tiny little dot, which is like a pixel. Oh, right. I thought it's one of the best was, posts I'd done. And there's some waffle underneath about you... how tiny we all are in the grand expanse of space and i'm thinking okay yeah i get that right you you get upset but it's like what you don't even believe in space just a minute i <laughs> show you i show you a picture that was taken from four billion miles yeah, you believed it to start with <laughs> you haven't even questioned the fact that it's four yeah, billion miles I away i did question that i don't believe it can't it. be a photo from four billion miles there's nothing that can take a photo from four billion miles anyway and you put that up Anyway, and endorsed it as, as something you believe because in. i have got an open mind about space travel so i put it up clearly yeah and then i'm getting criticism and funny looks from a guy who goes paint your house white to keep cool i was just passing that on merely the messenger yeah hermes he was a messenger wasn't he how's that where the name come from mm-hmm. that's clever mm. right get on to moving <laughs> This is how this came about. I have a client that will remain nameless. Right. Me, isn't it? <laughs> no. <laughs> it's Wayne. And <laughs> actually, no, I'll call him, I'll call him by a made up name. Okay. Okay. That's only, re- that's let's, only re- <laughs> okay. Let's, let's call him Wayne. Great just, client. This happens to be a similar name to one of your clients. <laughs> Wayne trains with me three times a week. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And has made absolutely fantastic progress, down to his self-discipline as much mm-hmm. as the training. He is committed, he is consistent. The gains in his strength have been fantastic. The gains on his endurance, especially, I was talking about it with him this week, the fact can absolutely sort of pound through the weights for a whole hour, and he's like still trying to do big lifts right at the end. Mm. So fantastic progress. He's really happy about it. Change in body shape, everything's great. Wayne is not losing weight. Mm-hmm. And that was one of the things that was on Wayne's list of objectives. Right. And when we've had the discussion, basically at the end of the day, I said, well, you can have what you've got, strength, endurance, looking good, mm-hmm. bigger arms, mm-hmm. better muscularity. He's taken, I think, nine years off his bent metabolic age. So mm-hmm. all the markers are excellent. Yeah. Or you could have lost a stone. And although he'll go for, mm-hmm. yeah, I'll go for all that, there's that little look in the eye which goes, but I want to lose a stone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm working really hard. I mm-hmm. deserve to lose it. Mm-hmm. 
So there's loads of stuff put around that goes, don't be defined by your weight. Don't let, mm. you know, the scales rule your life. Yeah. Which is fine. And I agree with that. But if you have a goal to lose weight, which is acceptable because you feel you would like to weigh less, not because of societal pressures, but because you feel you're not an ideal weight mm. and not the weight you want to be, and then you don't lose weight, I can imagine how frustrating that yeah. is. So he's doing everything by the book. He slips now and again, as all of us do mm-hmm. with, with food, but mm-hmm. he's generally in a calorie deficit. He's exercising really well. He's doing cardio as well. So this made me think, how come I've got a client who is not losing weight? Mm-hmm. I know all the answers. He's generally sticking to the program. Mm. And the other markers show that he's training really well. And one of the things I think it is, is that if we just go on calorie deficit, calories in, calories out, and that there's a deficit, what we're told is, if you have a deficit of 3,500 calories, you will lose a pound of fat. Now, number of people who are on diets will go, my graph goes up and down, then I have a plateau, and then I put yeah. a bit on a bit. Yeah. There's never a straight line. Someone doesn't go, right, I'm going to be in deficit of 3,500. Mm-hmm. I will lose a pound. Yeah. You don't. There's someone called Jordan Syatt, who mm-hmm. I, I wrote to today, actually, uh, yesterday, and he replied to me, which was lovely. Oh, cool. Um, Syatt Fitness, Syatt mm-hmm. Fitness, we'll, yeah, we'll give a link. Yeah, yeah. And I just said to him, I said, you inspire me because he'd done a graph on his weight loss and gone, every time I do this, it's this higgledy-piggledy line. Yeah. And he's one of the most knowledgeable people in the world. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And he's done all sorts of different, like a month having McDonald's, a month having just yeah, potatoes. Yeah, yeah. He's done everything. Mm. And this is what happens. So this is my theory. Calorie deficit per se in a perfect controlled environment would work mm-hmm. if you had someone in a lab yeah. and had a calorie deficit yeah. of 500 calories a day for seven days they would lose weight but we're not in a lab and what happens is that we're in stress situations and we produce cortisol mm-hmm. and i have clients <laughs> i was about to say i have women who have periods but obviously now because the wording has changed i have people who have periods that i train all oh, right well done look at me woke or what <laughs> right on <laughs> yeah I saw something today in Scotland. They were saying about pregnant people, mm-hmm. and they said in Scotland over this period there were blah blah blah. There had been fifty thousand, fifty five thousand pregnant people, right. and someone went in for a Freedom of Information and said how many of those were men and how many were women. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like what were they pregnant with? I mean, that's the other thing. Emotion, you know. Pauses. <laughs> yeah. Can you put a pause in there when you edit? Yeah. Um, How long do you want it? That'll do. Um, (laughs) (laughs) That's one of my favourite jokes that people still get. Probably the only joke that people get, is it? (laughs) Anyway, come on. So, can you put a pin in in, in what you're just about to say? Yeah. There's a bit going through my mind, and I've talked about this before, and I can never remember the kind of answer or your view on it. If someone is working out and like weighing, kind of smashing through the weights and, and Lifting more, lifting more, building muscle, building muscle. Say he just eats, you know, up and fluctuate, whatever, but he's pretty on, on the money with that. Yeah. Isn't he going to get heavier? You're, you're building muscle, which weighs something. I'll give an example with me. I burn sitting, like I always say, sitting watching Bargain Hunt, doing nothing all day. I burn about 1,800 calories. Yeah. Because I move a lot and I work out and I run, I probably uh, uh, burn maybe another 700 a day maybe a thousand a day, actually probably another thousand mm. a day, doing activities, doing my 10,000 steps, yeah. blah, blah, blah. So roughly, say, two and a half, two thousand eight hundred 2,800 calories I expend every day. Yeah. 
And at the moment, because I'm trying to just maintain my weight where I am, if I eat around the same amount of calories, give or take, mm -hmm. my weight will stay the same. Yeah. If I am particularly proficient and I do more bulking to build more muscle, bulking as in not, not in eating more to get bigger, but I, I would change the way I train. So at the training, moment... Training more? Lifting training more? differently. Okay. To build more muscle. Is that what that means? So to build more muscle, you need to go to overload. Yeah. So you need to put pressure on your and that muscles. that is bulking. And you go no. to it. Okay. So, so bulking is part of something that you have bulking and cutting. So mm. people will go into calorie surplus, put on weight, yeah. okay. train at a higher weight, and then cut that down to show definition. At the moment, I don't want to build any more muscle. Mm -hmm. Because if I start running again, I don't want to be too bulky. Yeah. It, Doing so it's not about weight, though, is, is, is my point. It's this about, is about is the it, proportions. About <laughs> the amount of room you take up on this planet. Right? Yeah. <laughs> you know, but whether the, that's muscle or fat, but you are, you know, you're in your proportions. Okay, and, so the trade-off, the trade-off will be... Is, is that, so is that right to think if I'm going to train, I keep everything the same, everything's in the controlled environment, eating exactly the same, drinking the same, doing the same things every day, lifting and lifting and lifting and lifting, am I going to get heavier? The, the changes in weight have to come from food. What you're sort of saying is, but if you're growing muscle, if yeah. you're getting there's bigger, more of you. there's more of you. Yeah. There is likely to be a trade-off between muscle and fat. Mm -hmm. Because if your calories remain the same, yeah. you haven't got a surplus to put on weight. You can only, your weight can only change in what you ingest. Yes. If I eat exactly the same as I'm eating now, mm -hmm. I can change the look of my body. Mm -hmm. And what's likely to happen is if I become bigger, as in bulkier, with mm -hmm. more muscle, mm -hmm. the likelihood is the way I'm training means I will be losing fat. So you not swap it's it. a trade-off. Like you, like. you don't turn fat into muscle, mm -hmm. but if you train in a way that builds muscle is quite, and you stay on the same calories yeah. and you're on maintenance, you're, you will lose fat. You will lose fat. That's good to kind of yeah. retrain my brain in terms of how I think about that. Yeah. yeah, and I get your point about muscle. The one thing I would say is that, and this is people go, oh, I'm weighing more now because, you know, there's this whole thing about muscle weighs more than fat and all yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. So your metabolic rate will increase as your body becomes more efficient. So mm -hmm. you'll burn more calories per day yeah. if you are higher in muscle. But it's tens or a couple of hundred. Yeah, it yeah. isn't like suddenly you can eat another thousand calories because yeah. you're muscular. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the way to look at it is that your diet defines you in a way. It doesn't define your proportions, but it defines it defines it defines your body. What you put into your body mm -hmm. defines its or its weight. What you do in your training defines how that body looks. looks. Yeah, right. So you can yeah. be eleven stone. Yeah. So there's a, a prime example is Amelia. Amelia's put on two stone, mm -hmm. and she's ripped as anything. Yeah. So she's got more, but that has come because she's been eating to be in line with her training yeah if she just ate what she's eating yeah. now and didn't move so you'd look at she'd go, be putting on you don't fat. look any different because she's doing the working the same muscle groups all the time yeah you'd get the the uh the, 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 the... Is it? <laughs> yeah yeah and measured her you probably you know what i mean you see the difference but yeah proportionally yeah looks everything's exactly just the same. expanded yeah yeah although she would go well my legs have gone down because i'm doing more upper body yeah, so yeah, that's yeah, the yeah, bit yeah. around yeah. body shaping you yeah. can decide which bit changes mm -hmm. cool thanks so for that going back to my anonymous client so we think we probably will take his name out. So I'm I'm puzzled. So there's two things happening. Either he's just eating 10 donuts a night mm -hmm. and he isn't keeping to the program. Yeah. Or his life doesn't fit into the, the, the calorie deficit. Yeah. And then I looked at other clients and I had a client who said to me last week, I've been out. 
I got into a pair of trousers that I haven't worn for four years. Mm-hmm. This person hasn't lost half a stone or a stone and mm. is completely different. Yeah. Their body shape is changing through their training, yeah. their composition of their body, mm-hmm. but they're not on particular calorie deficit. So yeah. they haven't, in, so say, lost, you know, lost weight, but yeah. they have changed. But going back to the other client, I'm thinking this is, this is the sort of thing that's annoying me. I should as a PT that's done, you know, I've had clients that I've lost, you know, I've lost over 40 pounds over a period of time and why can't I do it with this client? Mm-hmm. And what I've come to the conclusion is that there's two things. One is people's lifestyle, I think, produces stress hormones, especially um, with women with periods going back to that. There is a much more understanding now of the changes in the body in terms of both the, you know, the levels of um, things like testosterone and estrogen mm. within the body during different times of the period. Mm. So I know a lot of powerlifters, female powerlifters, would choose to go in a competition at a certain time of their period. They are physically stronger at certain times yeah. and not as strong as others. Mm-hmm. So all these other factors, to yeah. me, have, a, have an influence. It isn't just, don't eat this. And yeah. if it was, everyone who went to Slimming World would lose weight yeah, and yeah. then wouldn't need to go to Slimming World. Yeah. There wouldn't be all these mm-hmm. diets around if people just stuck. Yeah. Yeah. So it has to be more complicated. So this is where movement comes in. And for me, there's two elements to movement. And the discussion we had today, which was interesting, slightly surreal, but interesting (laughs) about ants not making chairs. Mm. And we're sat down now. Yeah. Why do we sit down? And this is the conversation we had. Mm -hmm. And just to praise you and you can (laughs) you can add in. This is where another anonymous client comes in. Someone who has a sedentary job. You. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. (laughs) You're being subtle. Yeah. (laughs) So this was my point Mm -hmm. using you as an example. You get up, you sit on your motorbike. You come and pay me some money yeah. and I tell you to stand or to jump or yeah. to move, but not sit down. Yeah. You yeah. then go to your office and sit down, what, eight hours? Mm-hmm. You sit back on your motorbike. Yeah. You stand for a little bit in the kitchen, probably. You probably sit down for your tea. Mm. You sit Are down. You're watching me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you sit down and watch um, Storage Hunters and then you go that to bed. That's spooky. You are looking through the window. That isn't right, Pervert. is it? <laughs> Well, it's kind of salvage hunters, but oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so using that as, as yeah. a typical day for mm. an awful lot of people, that's an awful lot of sitting. And the discussion we had this morning is like, why do we sit? Yeah. And I've thought about it all day and I still don't get it. You right. use the word comfort. Yeah. But why do we sit on chairs? But the, the surreal thing was you said, why, well, ants don't make chairs. Yeah. Animals don't make things to make their lives easier yeah. more comfortable yeah. create things so they don't have to do anything so if we have tasks so we get a job and our job is is chopping wood mm. we used to chop wood with our bare hands <laughs> yeah. okay but make make a tool yeah to help us chop the wood but it was a phys- it was physical work yeah. and someone went oh down a minute this is hard mm. <laughs> and you know they want more wood than i can chop um that's a slightly different thing, capitalism, isn't it? But we need to create something. That's the ability we have, isn't it? Yes. We have the brains and we have the opposable thumbs Yeah. to kind of go and make machinery that can make our boring, you know, um, jobs, physical mm. jobs, easier, Easy. quicker and yeah. less physical for yes. us. I.e. we then sit in a porter cabin and... <laughs> Press and, buttons for a machine and, to yeah, cut wood. To, to go and do that. Yeah. So many examples where we are replacing physical, back to your movement, mm-hmm. we're repla- replacing physical movement with a sedentary way of living a lifestyle whatever yeah for ease for comfort for efficiency yeah and then i think you said something this morning just before i left along the lines of you know you come here and out you know a couple of hours a week Mm. to move and lift stuff yeah and it is bonkers isn't it yeah that we could there's all sorts of things we we can do 
mm. every day to do that. Mm. So I don't need to come and see you. Yeah. I want to, so it's fine. Yeah. But you know what I mean? I think my ants thing was I was watching some ants the other day and they, they move constantly. Mm. And I was looking that they have fantastic, you know, strength-wise, they're way above us. Yeah. Yeah, proportionately. Yeah. I couldn't deadlift 90 as well as you. They're form no. shit. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but they're scurrying around. So they're either doing an activity of either sleeping, I guess, or being active. And I don't get the feeling. I mean, There's no relaxing down the booze in, no. in between work and sleep. Yeah, com- winding yeah. down. Comfort, <laughs> yeah, comfort and relaxation isn't in ants' vocabulary, but they can still keep going. Mm. And I use the example of people delivering the post, not delivery drivers, but people walking. You know, post people. Yeah, I know. I'm just doing a fucking nothing. But they're on their feet eight hours a day, and mm. most of them have well-developed calves, and most of them mm. probably oh. aren't overweight. So is that why they wear shorts? To show to off, show off the calves. calves and knew yeah. it. Knew it. That's why I do it. So... <laughs> But it, it made me think, well, the sitting down bit, we don't need to do it. You're right. And kids do it by either squatting or sitting on the floor. Kids very rarely sit hmm. on a chair to do a task yeah. unless right. you're going to sit at the table. They would just sit on the floor or squat. Hmm. So here's a quote from someone called Daniel Wolpert. Mm-hmm. We have a brain for one reason and one reason only, and that's to produce adaptable and complex movements. Okay. This article, which I'll put up, um, Ben Meder, I think it is, says in this article, there's a quote here, in less than two generations, physical activity has dropped by 20% in the UK and 32% in the US. In China, the drop is 45% in less than one generation. Vehicles, machines and technologies now do our moving for us, which I was just saying. What we do in our leisure time doesn't come close to making up for what we've lost. No. Being sedentary has become normal. A modern human has the luxury to ask why run, why jump, why climb when everything is accessible, when you are not forced to move to catch your prey or avoid being prey. Most people have a disconnect between their mind and body. We work in jobs that don't require our bodies, simply sitting at desks, clicking mouse buttons and tapping on keyboards. The narrative and relationship between our bodies and our movement is forgotten, not heard, ignored. We only notice our bodies when something goes wrong. Brilliant. Mm. Absolutely true. Um, and we have, in effect, betrayed our bodies by ignoring and dishonouring them by using them purely as locomotive devices to transport the head, <laughs> which is brilliant, mm. isn't it? Mm. There's loads of other stuff in the article. There's a couple more um, quotes I won't talk about because it, it, it's best to read, but uh, this is from Ido Portal. I don't know if that's a person or a... Or a, or a no. The body will become better at whatever you do or don't do. You don't move, the body will make you better at not moving. If you yeah. move, your body will allow more movement. Okay, that's fantastic because mm. it's, it's the point I was then going to come on to and that leads in so well. Going to the bit that you just said now, and I really I, I really like that excerpt, is it's exactly that. It's 100% that. If you keep doing... So it's the 10,000 hours, doesn't mm. it? Mm. I can't play the piano. If I kept playing the piano every day for an hour, mm. I could play the piano. Yeah. And that goes for nearly anything. And there's the story of the guy that wanted to become a um, world-class table tennis player mm-hmm. and basically he was putting in six or seven hours a day just playing table tennis he had a bit of natural skill but he went up and up and up yeah. the rankings to try and put the ten thousand hours in. Mm-hmm. so this was my theory i have several people that i'm training who recognize i think that the hour or the two hours with me is a notional nod to because what is it, 168 hours in a week so those couple of hours are a very small percentage mm-hmm. you know it's less 
one or one and a bit percent or whatever and therefore what we've decided with them is to replicate what they're doing with me Mm -hmm. because it doesn't matter whether you've got 60 kg on your back and doing a squat because the the action of doing the squat because there's such a thing as muscle memory there's such a thing of keeping your joints moving there's such a thing of movement raising the heart rate and Mm -hmm. you know whatever and so i started thinking there's two clients one client does squats every morning does 25 squats every morning and their squatting is getting better yeah. disproportionately yeah. Yeah, yeah. to other clients. And I've got another client who is doing, I think, 15 pull-ups mm. a day. Mm-hmm. And if you look at it at face value, you could go 20, well, 25 squats is like, so what? Do you know what I mean? It's yeah. like you're not even using a weight. Then I went a little bit further and I thought, imagine those 25 squats I imagine take two minutes, let's say. Yeah, yeah. Imagine you do 25 squats in the morning and you do 25 squats in the evening. So you do 50 squats a day, and Mm -hmm. you just do this Monday to Friday. So we're talking four minutes, five minutes of your time to do 50 squats. So 250 a week. You're looking at 12,500 squats a year Mm -hmm. that you wouldn't do otherwise. Mm -hmm. 12,500 movements that are good for your body. And then I thought, well, that's only taking up four minutes a day. If we do another four minutes on your arms and another four minutes on another muscle group, for 12 minutes a day, you would end up doing almost 40,000 movements that you wouldn't normally do. It's massive, isn't it? And that then becomes, yeah, that does become massive. 40,000 movements that you wouldn't do. I love the timeline analogies as well, because it's kind of, you know, you move a degree here, Mm. you know, and and it's 280 degrees at the end of the timeline. Yes, do you know yeah. what I mean? It might seem in- insignificant change, slight yes. movement here, but it's um, exponential, isn't it? Yes. The whole thing for me is that what will probably happen, I'm guessing for these two people, I know for one of them that I've spoken to, he's been saying, I want that five to become 10. Mm. I want to make progress. So the person doing the squats might go, I want that 25 to become 50 in the morning and 50 mm. in the evening. Mm. And then I think you'll come to an optimum level yeah. that otherwise you're so good at squatting, there's no point in doing 300 a day. So yeah. you either then have to introduce weights or some form of resistance. Mm. But I'm just thinking for 12 minutes, the, the amount of time I waste mm. watching Russian women dance, for example, yeah. Yeah. those 12 minutes, if, I, if someone said to me, that's going to be near enough 40,000 movements, mm. that's yeah. out of this world. Yeah, it's it like is, yeah. fucking hell. And that's mm. for no time at all. Mm. Going back to my original example, is I think what's happened and what you said summed it up so well is our bodies are becoming good at doing nothing. And I reckon that has an effect on the way we work in terms of burning calories. Yeah. Because our movement isn't what's natural. We're not going out hunting deer and making fires and building Mm -hmm. shelters. Mm -hmm. We have one explosion of energy. So an hour in the gym, an hour at boot camp, an hour at yoga. But the 23 hours our body is doing sitting, which it's not designed to do. And final thing on this was when we were saying about going, when I went away with the lads and saying, I was there going, nothing of me hurts. Nothing is aching. None of my joints hurt at all. Now, I'm really blessed on that and they will hurt at some stage. But is that because every single day, even if I'm not working out, I'm helping other people, I'm lifting things. And I think it is. I think if you don't move something, it goes rusty. So that's the bit. This is the takeaway. Just think if you had three groups of four-minute exercises and those build up into 40,000 exercises, you're then working your body how nature intended. Yeah. And that was where we came back. Yeah. About ants don't make chairs. Ants don't. don't want to sit down. Mm. 
because it isn't good for being an ant to get overweight and lazy because they'll die. You're having the last laugh now because when you know burnt all the chairs in your house a few years ago, everyone was furious, weren't they? Mm. Now look at everyone. <laughs> Fit as fiddles, aren't they? So there are no there are no chairs in the Bible or in 30,000 lines of Homer. Uh, neither are there any in Shakespeare Hamlet, written in 1599. But by the middle of the 19th century, it is a completely different story. Charles Dickens' Bleak House suddenly has 100, 187 of them. Wow. Chairs. I guess they were thrones, weren't they? Like in yeah, Arthurian people, times, but not... So here's, here's a little section from, some again, another, another thing I'll put up. Humans are not sedentary creatures. It's only logical that the human body was not created to sit, uh, sit still for many hours during the day. Research has proven how much we sit as a serious consequences for weight, posture, and even our lifespan. Human beings did not start out with the lifestyle that most people in the Western world now have. Mm. We lived on our feet and not on our bottoms, and now we have desk jobs, tele- televisions, transports, computers. Most humans spend more time sitting on bottoms than we spend sleeping. Our bodies were not meant to sit that much. In fact, sitting for more than six hours a day make you 40% likely to die within 50 years than someone who sits for less than three hours a day even if you exercise regularly. And we talked about atrophy, didn't we? I've yeah. got clients whose glutes haven't got a fucking clue. Yeah. They just don't work. Mm. They just, they're the biggest muscle on their body and it just isn't doing anything. Mm. Here's a thought. It's massive. There's an article here which is all the, yeah. stuff, all the things that sitting does to you. It's awful. You look at that and go, why don't we ban chairs? Yeah. Seriously, you're talking about a, a standing desk, weren't you, for, yes. for an anonymous yeah. client. And you think that makes, that makes more sense. But it makes more sense, but it's like a luxury. It's like, oh, mm. I know someone who's got a standing desk because they've got bad back. <laughs> well, the rest of you will have a bad back soon. <laughs> yeah. Um, cars. Why don't we stand in cars? Yeah. Why were they designed to seat? Yeah. Imagine standing in a car. You could get a lot more people in. Well, you called it your living room, didn't you? Yeah. Your car's like sitting yeah. in your living room. Yeah, very much so, especially when you're used to being on a bike. But no, it's exactly that. Back to the comfort thing, isn't it? It's mm. built for convenience and because standing is hard. <laughs> if you're going to drive for three hours... Why would you want to stand? I mean, you're mad. But it isn't hard, is it? You go over to the Masai mm. Mara and say, like, what have you been doing? I've been <laughs> yeah. on my feet for 14 hours. Are you tired? No, no. Are you yeah. beast? No, no. And when they're not standing, they just lie down on the ground. Yeah. That's what the ground's for, isn't it? It's like we found the middle way. It's either you lie or you stand. <laughs> and we were saying that today, <laughs> yeah. apart from basically from cats who are so fucking mm. arrogant, they sit just mm. to, mm. just to like look at us. Yeah, yeah. But most animals, they stand or they lie. Yeah. There's, there's no need to sit. What's the point in sitting? Yeah, you're right. Are we sure we do next week standing up? We can do this pod standing up. That's why we've got extendable yeah. microphones. Yeah, let's okay, do we'll it. Can I finish on them? Um, because you like my last quote. I hope you like this one. Can mm. I finish on this one? Yeah, no, I was really pleased with the thing you did. Though. Okay, well, well hopefully done. I won't ruin that by this one. But I okay. think this is good because we're talking about ants and chairs. To wild animals, movement is not a chore, not a temporary punishment for being physically lazy and out of shape, not an optional activity just for better looks. Gotta finish up, Mark. That was good. That kind of crescendoed it felt. Yes, yeah, like it was almost planned. Joined <laughs> it's together. Plan, Mark. What about? No, it's gonna hit home with me. Got it with that chat, actually. I mean, kind of. I'm sitting on my motorbike, just about to leave you on a this morning. It's just to get kind to of a chair. <laughs> yeah, it, no, it is. Yeah, and you sent me something on um, about Wally. We talked about Wally before. Yeah. It, it is becoming more and more true. It, it, you know, that, that film is becoming our lives, mm. isn't it? Yeah, and that's all based on seating. Yeah. No, and I thought that today. I've had a lot of clients today, I don't know, seven or eight clients today. And occasionally I will sit on a bench and mm. either talk to someone or watch something. Mm. But 95% of that. And when I sit, sometimes watching as you're doing something, mm. I'm thinking, God, this is, why am I sitting? Mm. And I, I almost see it as a lost opportunity. Mm. 
I could be, you know, walking around, mm. checking, and it makes it much better as a PT. Yeah. You shouldn't sit. But I was thinking, I don't actually need to sit. Mm. I think it dawned on me because I've, 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 I've often said to people that have ever said it to you that I do love a good sit down. Yeah. Have said it. <laughs> and also, I love a lean. If I can find, you know, yeah, if I'm talking fine. to someone, I could just kind of just take a little bit of. Yeah. But that whole idea, you know, that you know, I sometimes joke that I'm built for comfort and not speed. I think there's there's a lot of truth in that. I played a lot of sport when I was young, but then there was a point where I stopped, like mid-teen, you know, playing music. You know, I, I picked an instrument. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> where I picked the drums. Right, which which yeah. one of the, you go into music? Which one's got a stool? <laughs> That'll do that, you know. Yeah. You can play the, you know, you can play the key. If you're a rock and roller, you can play the keyboard standing up. You yeah. know what I mean? Um, actually, I think the Velvet Underground drummer, um, whose name escapes me, I want to say Molly something, um, uh, Motoka, she drums standing up. Okay. Like we said earlier, when you do that so, so much, you get really good at it. Yeah. I'm really yeah. good at sitting down. Yeah. I'm like awesome at it. You're way better, better than me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I could match your screenshot gold medal. Yeah, kind of abilities just with sitting down. Mm. I think I'd be up there with a gold medal for sitting down. Mm. Yeah, that isn't going to come in though, is it? In yeah, it's twenty twenty eight. Yeah, <laughs> it's coming in. <laughs> right, no life hacks for you this week. I'm afraid I'm giving you a bit of a break. How are our numbers doing? Is anyone listening? Hello, mm. anyone there? So, I think it's me. I think it's my vaccine stuff. Do you reckon you've upset people? Yep. Because you have not having the vaccine. Oh, did I say that? <laughs> yeah, numerous times. I'm going to go to New York, then I get $100. For what? Not having it? For having it. What? They're paying people $100 in New York. You, you wouldn't have the vaccine for 1000 quid. No. Would you? So, what are you on about? No, I've just been flippant. No, yeah. I think it is. I think people... I think You think we've divided the, uh, you know... They're going to divide it. We've I probably halved our, list, halved our list, halved our downloads, haven't we? Yeah, maybe yeah, maybe it is. Just I think it's gone straight down the middle. Yeah, and we've explained ourselves. We haven't been here today. going. Eat. You know, we haven't we haven't done a Michael Gove and called everyone selfish. Oh, he's just been done for um, been a knob. Um, backhanders today. Oh, well, there you go. Not surprised. Yeah, one of his right. mates got one hundred twenty thousand to do a poll on something. Yeah. Um, no, I think it is, and I sort of I do feel a bit responsible because I think. So what you're going to do is put them back. Well, they've gone. You're going to go, they? go around and say sorry to all of them. They reckon they might catch it so off. So if you're me. not listening, can you write in and tell us why? Yeah. And then Mark, give us your address. Mark will come round and... Do you, well, why don't you just entitle this one, Mark changes his view on vaccines, and that might bring it back. I honestly, right. honestly think that is, because it is such a um, correlation between... I'm not going to call it that. I could, that could finish us off, yeah. couldn't it? Mark sees if it's not sense. The re- if it's... <laughs> yeah. No, I do think it is, and I sort of... I do feel a bit sad, because I think... I don't think I've ever been anti-vax. I think I've been pro-choice. I'm 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 vax hesitant. <laughs> That's a new one. And I also identify as being vaccinated for the sake of flying. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, I think a lot of people are vax hesitant. I think that's a, a really good... And we know someone, don't we, who's kind of gone, you know, I'm going to give it... Actually, a few people I've been talking to go, I'm just going to... I'm not against it because we were talking... There's lots of stuff we talk about when we're, when we're training and some of that kind of this week was vaccines are amazing. Yes. None of us would be probably here if no. it wasn't for that no. and the amazing advances. I've never turned one down. No. Um, and I haven't for it, my children. And that's one of the things, and we haven't got time to talk about it now, but just because okay, you brought up um, <laughs> But about uh, some people that I follow on Twitter who, who, who have declined the vaccine are sort of going, can you just explain to us why we're the big risk to everybody else? Can, can you just that, that was tell the us why thing. that You is. said you're selfish because this is about protecting... Yeah other people so you're a selfie because you're not thinking about other people 
I haven't taken one to protect you. We have had those conversations and you go, I'm totally fine with it. And you're comfortable with it and I'm comfortable. You know what I mean? But I, my argument That's would be, how, and this, this, is going, be? this is going to lose two us add, another half. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> two is, adults making, a, making a, yeah. a, an informed decision. I believe that I have taken every positive step to keep myself as healthy as I can in life. Yeah. All the, the surgery I've had has been down to genetic factors. Mm-hmm. So I feel I have a strong natural immunity from the, the, the supplements and food I take. Mm. I feel... The amount of you know strength work and and everything else I do means I am a strong individual and less at risk than somebody who is thirty stone. But I wouldn't criticise someone who's thirty stone by going, actually, you're more of a risk around COVID than me. Yeah. Because what I could say is you're more of a risk because your immunity is going mm. to be lower because mm. your health is compromised. Mm. And I know people are going to go, well, it hits healthy people as well. I get. Yes, that. it does. Yeah. I think I have. I think my views have lost listeners because I think if somebody feels strongly that what I'm doing is wrong and I'm feeling... They haven't written in and told you you're an arse or a selfish arse. But but they don't write in and tell us when we're doing well either. It's true, very, very true. (laughs) So yeah, I do think that's why it is. I I feel a little bit sorry for that because I think... Uh, We don't know. Who'd want to listen to a couple of people talking about who's not listening to them? Yeah. I mean, that's even that's a reason to go, isn't We're it? We're just catastrophizing. We're just yes, enjoying we bad news. <laughs> yeah, aren't we? We should, well, do, we we should do a feature on that. We've gone full circle. Right, should we go? Yeah. Right. Thanks for listening, everybody. Yeah, Hanging thanks. in there. Oh, God, I'm doing my, my exit. Should I do my exit? Should I just say bye to everyone? Exit's fine by okay, me. Okay, we'll say bye-bye. Yeah. Bye-bye. Bye-bye, everyone.